everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you are all going well. I've had a really busy week. I worked extra this week and I've had the kids home. Um, they've got a cold, thankfully not COVID yet. They've been doing tests and they're negative. So that's good. I've got Jace home as well off work. Um, and I've been playing with my new puppy that we got. So that's been amazing. So it's just been a really busy week. Um, today, I just wanted to have a chat to you about meditation and the benefits of it. And I'd like to introduce you to my guest, Bree Paddle. Bree is a meditation teacher at her business, Solistic Medica Meditation in Terrelbin, and is also an amateur kickboxer. Welcome, Bree. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello. Thanks for having me. No worries. Nice to have you on and nice to meet you. I've been um, following your page on Facebook and wanting to get to one of your meditation days and I think oh, I'll get there one day. It just seems to be that I've had something on on those days or, or whatever, but I will get there. Now, I just wanted to um, have you on the podcast to have a chat to you about the benefits of meditation and also your journey. Um, I just feel for me, meditation is just so good and, you know, everyone needs it in their lives. But can you tell us just a little bit about your story and your words? Yeah. Um, so I started meditating, I would say, well over 10 years ago. Um, I had really bad anxiety I was struggling to get to work I was um, it was affecting my work uh, it was affecting my ability to socialize like even just with friends that I'd known for years um, everything was just really hard um, and exhausting rather than uh, things that should be enjoyed in life so anyway, so a professional we sat down um, and she took me through a meditation my first meditation she suggested to try meditation um and my experience um the way it was taught to me wasn't great and I didn't meditate I thought nah not for me not doing that didn't do it for the next few years mm -hmm. um tried a few other things for anxiety um some recommended some extremely not recommended um and I thought I'm at the end I, I need to come back and give mm -hmm. it a go yeah so um, I come back to meditation and gave it a go, um, did it every day. Oh, not every day, but most days um, mm -hmm. and eventually um, fell in love with it and wanted to, and, and out of everything that I'd tried, um, that by far was the most uh, beneficial thing mm -hmm. for um, just improve, uh, growing as a person and moving past that stage of my life um, so I wanted to share it with other people so I eventually went and did a, a teacher's meditation course yep. um, and yeah and now yeah and I think for me I wanted to change a little bit the way people experience it for the first time the my first experience I was in um, someone's little office it was very serious it was very um clinical very, very clinical yeah. um quite confronting. um she may she didn't really explain um it very much she just said all right sit in the chair close your eyes listen to my instruction and she sat there and watched me meditate and I thought oh my god like my hands were sweating it was the most uncomfortable thing um and for someone well for myself who'd 
I suppose, avoided sitting with myself quietly for so long um, to finally stop and sit with myself. Um, it was quite a lot and, yeah, much too confronting without it being properly explained um, that that's a possible reaction. Um, so for me, I want to, um, yeah, when I teach meditation, I want it to be a different experience for people. Mm. Uh, a lot of people say it's not for me, not, not my thing. Um, and I really think it can be anybody's thing. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to look like cross-legged, um, like mm. the monkey off the Lion King. Um, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to look like that. We don't have to sit at the top of a mountain in complete silence with chiming bells. Um, it can look very different um, for each individual person. Um, mm. But I want to make it accessible for uh, anybody, really. Yeah. I want people to experience or at least be educated that the first time you try it, you might think, oh, my God, like that is the first time I've sat with myself and quite a lot of emotion or mm. things have come. It might not be a positive experience to start with, but if you keep at it and chip away, and um, it can, oh, it can just do wonderful things for yeah. you. Yeah. And I'd rant. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I know. Um, for my husband, Jace, you know, being a real blokey bloke, and he was having issues after we lost our daughter, and a counselor at his work actually said to him, you know why don't you try meditation? And he's like, you know, and I'd sort of been into it a little bit. I sort of just listened to it on YouTube and whatnot. And I, I knew about it and the benefits of it. But um, back in those days too, um, we didn't have a lot of technology, you know, on our phones. So this counsellor actually gave him a CD and he um, put the CD on. And I think he, yeah, somehow got it onto his phone and he was listening to that. And the difference in him was just amazing like just it just calmed him you know it just helped him to relax and settle his mind and it was just he'll tell you now that that's what helped him through that really hard time you know was that meditation and you know just unbelievable how powerful it can be yeah definitely and I think yeah. too um which is definitely a coping skill for a lot of us and I think it, it gets us through some really hard times is avoiding sitting mm. Um, sometimes meditation can be the simple act of stopping, sitting, feeling what's been happening and allowing your body to process that, not just your mind but your body. And, um, mm. yeah, I think, yeah, it's yeah, life it can be, Yeah, life can be so fast, you know, we're just go, 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 always in that, you know, adrenaline fight or flight response, you know, like always go, 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 what's next? you got work, you got this, you got kids, and you just don't stop to actually breathe, do you, and, and think about what you need as a person. Yeah, and, it's, and it can be as simple as um, five minutes, like just you can be at work and pretend you need to go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Just sit for five minutes, stop, like mentally check in with yourself. Oh, my God, how am I feeling? Oh, like, And it's not until that moment that you actually realise you've been on in gear six or three is and rushing and um flustered and in that moment you realize oh my god like you don't even realize you've been doing that mm. um and it only five minutes to check in with yourself and readjust okay when I walk out there the person that I'm work 
working with is going at a million miles an hour, but that's fine. I'm going to step in back into my body and um, go at the pace that I need to to make sure that my mind is methodical, that I'm um, relaxed and mm. you can respond, I think, better to um, situations that are thrown at you and unavoidable yeah. when you're in state. Um, yeah. And I think with yeah. what you're saying about anxiety, um, people just get themselves in such a state and, you know, you're saying it helped you a lot with your life. If only everybody that had anxiety or depression, you know, come across meditation, it would just help so many people, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think mm. too, it's like it's introduced to people. Like um, it's, I think it's a common like seeing that people think oh meditation is going to make me feel calm instantly and um, I'm going to be fixed and relaxed and you know feel like the Buddha yeah. <laughs> um, you know minutes but that's not the case if you've uh, if your life has been so hectic for years and then you sit down to meditate for the first time um, your nervous system is probably that jacked up that you're not going to feel calm after mm. five minutes. It's almost like chipping away. So you might, after five minutes, you might be like, well, like I don't feel that much better, but like I feel a little bit better. Mm. Um, and then the next time you do it, you might bring your nervous system down just that little bit more. So it might take you... Um, a few goes it might take you a couple of keep chipping at it and mm. eventually almost try and reset and teach yourself again how to relax because I think our lives are so busy in a modern in our modern lifestyles that mm. people have actually forgotten how to relax yeah um, and how to breathe <laughs> yeah how to breathe and people's perception too of meditation equals no thoughts no um no stress um that they think oh, I'm thinking so I can't do it like every time I meditate I think mm. um so I'm no I'm no good at it I'm not doing it but um I think meditation originally you know people who are in like monks they mm. sit you know together and they don't have all the responsibilities and like the lifestyle that we have we live in a mm. modern life where kids to school um mothers uh generally aren't always just stay-at-home mothers at anymore mm. they might have kids and work in a full-time job yeah. so our lifestyle doesn't really set us up for no thinking yeah <laughs> exactly we're always full-on yeah mind going 100 yeah. miles an hour yeah. yeah, I know that with lockdown, you know, it really, oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Just not having to be anywhere and just peaceful, not having to watch the clock. And, you know, I just yeah. loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought this is what I feel like I've needed, like what everyone needed, just that reset to think what is important and what's not. And, you know, what do I miss? There's so much we dropped out of our life because we didn't really need it. We were doing it because we thought we had to or, you know, it was yeah. the, the, the done thing. And, and now it's just made me so much, our life so much slower and I love it. I hate busy now. Yeah, I, I, I always think now less is more. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll, I think we 
put a lot of stress on ourselves. We commit mm. to things we actually didn't have to. Yeah. Um, some more of a um, issue in boundaries and being able to say no. Yeah. Um, or yeah. really checking in with yourself before you say yes and say, do I, do I really want to do that? Mm. Um, yeah, I took my daughter to Science Works in Melbourne. Yeah. I watched um, they had this in the kids' area, they had this setup where it was like a little, um, oh, like a working station. So mm. the kids, some kids were on the ground and they had wheelbarrows and then they had to give the foam bricks to someone else who pulled it up on a caddy who then up on the next level it went up to those kids who put it were making a wall a brick wall for no reason just for the fun of it mm. um, and I watched and not one adult had told these kids um, that they had to do it so they all saw it they easily worked it out and started doing it um, within 20 minutes these kids were like stressed like yelling at each other we, we need more bricks like <laughs> one that building wall and nobody was telling them to do this activity and it just really made me realize how much we step into the rat race and we choose to mm. we're like stepped out that's okay yeah um, we, the expectation we put on ourselves to be involved and to be as busy as the next person and um, there's just so many things I think um, if we took five minutes and really checked in with ourselves um, that we would probably say no to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's nothing like a health scare or a pandemic to make you realise, you know, what's important and what's not and, you know, what you need in your life and what you could go without. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now you have your business, Solistic Meditation. What motivated you? You've sort of said a bit, bit about that, what motivated you to start it. Um, but, you know, what and also what type of classes do you offer? Like I said, I've seen a little bit on Facebook, but could you share with our listeners what you do there? Yeah. So I wouldn't say I have at the moment regular classes. I would love to eventually have uh, meditation classes, which is more of like people being able to share their experience than, than a um, formal come in, nobody talks to one another and sits down and it's very like um, that can be confronting for some people. Um, I want it to be more relaxed, um, mm. that it doesn't matter if you move, it doesn't matter if you get up and go in the toilet. Um, if people cough, they're not like, oh, God, you know, I've broken the silence. <laughs> um, and, you know, some people laugh because they feel silly for the first couple of times. Just something really relaxed. Um, so eventually that will be put in place. I have run a um, Learn to Meditate for Beginners. Uh, it was a six- or eight-week course. Um, at the moment, I'm mainly doing women's circles, um, which eventually um, – yeah, I would like to do more of the meditation stuff, but I am uh, bringing the meditation into women's circles. Um, so we'll meditate at the start, do some breath work. Um, there's usually a topic in the circle where um, women have a chance to journal, um, mm -hmm. reflect, and then an opportunity to share um, around the circle and they can always pass. Um, but people always want to share. Um, 
Yeah. So, and I really, after the lockdowns, um, people were inboxing me. Um, I think people just felt so isolated and mm. um, that human interaction. And even minus the um, lockdowns, um, just our society, how it's evolved, where on Facebook, Instagram, phones, we're watching TV, I think people crave face-to-face um, interaction and we're More getting less interaction. Yeah. harder. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, and and you've touched a bit on um, how meditation can benefit us. And like I said, I know for me, it's just exactly if I'm a little bit stressed or, you know, anxious or whatever, I just, I put it on. But um, I, like I said, do guided meditation on YouTube mainly. I do, I do try try to, you know, breathe if I'm sitting in in my own, you know, by myself or I'm laying in bed at night or or whatever, I try and do my own thing. But I find the guided meditations work really well for me and it's like a bit of a talk down to go to sleep or I don't really need trouble going to sleep, but it helped going to sleep. But it's, um, yeah, just to help you get. And I find even if you do fall asleep listening to it, it's still going to your subconscious mind, isn't it, when you're asleep? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yep, so you're still getting the benefits of it even though you fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. For people who are having trouble sleeping, um, a great meditation is um, go through your body senses, so um, like more of a physical one. So if you think of um, like the top of your head and then move down to your shoulders, even if you have to physically squeeze or tense those parts as you're thinking about them when you breathe in and then as you exhale, you relax them. Yeah. Then you might go down hands, inhale, squeeze your hands, relax them as you exhale and just uh, go down through the body, your hips, your legs, your knees, calves, um, feet. And if you're still asleep, you just, oh, sorry, if you're still awake, yeah. you just let's keep going through. Yeah. Um, that's a great one for people who are having trouble sleeping. Um, Bit of an upgrade from the count count the sheep thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever done a count the sheep. Maybe when I <laughs> Oh, that's funny, yeah. Um, so it can help, like you're saying, with sleep and depression and stress and anxiety, like you've said as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think... Mm. Um, mental health um and physical health even um because it's proven that it can affect even fertility you know when you're stressed um what stress does to your body is awful um so yeah it can definitely help sleep uh can help um yeah relieve anxiety I, I would never say that it would fix anxiety I think it has to come or depression I think it has to come with um lifestyle alterations as well um Mm. combinations with other things um it's definitely something that you can evolve um quite dramatically over time um and for me um I was talking to another meditation teacher um it can take a long time to see, to really um, feel like you've dramatically changed, mm. but um, you've got to chip away at it and mm. you will make small changes and you will definitely feel um, difference. 
Um, but it's something like after 10 years, I would say I was a different person, not a different person solely from meditation, but it was one of the major factors in my life. Mm. Um, over 10 years ago, I was struggling to um, really meet up with a friend, um, mm. you know, just to have papa, um, struggling going to work, you know, I'd sit in staff meeting and pick at my nails and bite the inside of my mouth like I couldn't wait to get out of there. Mm. Um, and you don't know what causes these things, do you? Like you don't, like you, if you thought about, you know, what caused me to be like that? Sometimes it's yeah. just no answer, is there? I, yeah, I think for everyone it's it can be totally, completely different, whether it's um, for some people it might be something quite significant like trauma in mm. their childhood that happened um, along in their lives but for some people I really think it's physical like it might be hormonal mm. um, and I think a lot of the times especially for women um, hormones can really <laughs> muck when you search your brain and go oh you know I've been exercising I'm I'm eating right I'm yeah I'm socializing I'm doing I'm doing the do I'm doing all the things I'm ticking all the boxes and I just still feel really anxious and I think that's when you know you can look at something biological mm. um, where my bones or you know thyroid or yeah. it's yeah yeah it's funny you know I went through a lot of stress and I had irritable bowel syndrome when I was before I had my first daughter and um it's so funny it was stress it was the job that I was in at the time I was so stressed and I was so sick like when I was in labor with her, I didn't feel like the pains were that bad because I'd had pain like that before with that irritable bowel syndrome. And yeah. it's like I had her and it just went away. And I don't know whether it was a hormonal shift or whether it was just, you know, I felt more comfortable in my zone being a mum than, you know, working in a job like that full time. I don't know what it was, but it's just I credit being pregnant and having her so hormonal changes to that going away yeah yeah mm. and I think like meditation that's part of it is to check in with yourself and your body and really get to know yourself and sometimes you don't have to try and get a, a state of no mind it might you might sit down and meditate and um, it might be a thinking meditation where you contemplate uh, patterns and things that have been happening like oh this is happening you know once a month or I you know I go through this pattern of I'm feeling really good and then all of a sudden within a couple of days I'm down so where and, and you might pick up that oh it's monthly it's mm. actually cycle. Mm. maybe it is but you know if you don't sit down and check in with yourself and um, your own body and get to know yourself um, you might never pick that up Mm, yeah 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 it's amazing isn't it um can you tell us a little bit about your kickboxing journey down at the 44 gym you've had a few comps and things like that what you got you into that and how are you going with all that <laughs> so I suppose over 10 years ago if someone had told me that I would um fight <laughs> <laughs> had an anxiety attack thrown up and passed out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd started doing just boxer size at one of my local uh, gyms and that gym yeah. was renting the same space 
as the 44 gym and they were coming in after our class and doing kickboxing. And I reckon for weeks, maybe months, I would watch them and be like, oh, I really want to try that, but I'm too nervous. (laughs) (laughs) And then then I eventually um, just had a go and instantly was addicted. Um, I'd also... Um, around the same time I'd separated from my husband and had a fair bit of suppressed rage happening. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, I'm all for like verbal expression and, you know, expressing your feelings, but I, I really think you need physical as well. And it was just come at the perfect time. Um, <laughs> Got it out. Yeah. To, you know, channel that. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah I just got addicted really quick and I absolutely loved it Um, and I yeah I just sort of said yes to everything I I, like my coach would say oh are you interested in sparring and my whole body was like oh my god I'm gonna be sick and I was like yeah yeah yeah." (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just knew and it wasn't really a case of um, not being able to say no I knew I wanted to but I was like crapping myself and Mm. I just forced myself to say yes and worry about it in between um because I'd been so anxious for so long but I I wanted to be trying things and Mm. like little by little like I would stretch my comfort zone um slightly each time I would say yes to something um and then things become not so daunting and I could actually relax and enjoy that and then the next thing would come and I'd be like oh my god <laughs> stretch my phone again but then I would do that thing like um several times and then I would relax like oh now I'm enjoying it so that helped, like, it helped you. and then it was do you want to fight <laughs> and then it's like would you like to take classes and each time I'm thinking oh my god like I'm not you know all the things that go through am I not good enough like mm. holy shit do I is um but yeah and I would use meditation I the day before my fight every time I would think about it my heart would just be like pumping out of my chest and each time I would just use the most simple meditation where I would uh, take four or five deep breaths hold it hold my breath on the in breath as long as I could and then breathe out as slow as I could and I would just repeat that Mm. until I could heart rate come back down yeah throughout the think about it again my heart would start beating out my chest and I would just repeat that I would just keep bringing it back down um and obviously like minutes before my fight sometimes I would put headphones in and listen to um yeah a guided meditation yeah um so yeah 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 that's good it's it sounds like both the things the meditation and the kickboxing have both helped you you know, and they help each other as like it can't, they sort of counteract each other. Yeah. And it's so like, um, that's why I say it's like meditation doesn't have to look like sitting down with your legs crossed. Like Mm. for me, meditation can be any activity where you get that mind um, state of like flow, like it's methodical. Um, it's not jumping from one thought to another. Um, it's much more, um, yeah, in like a flow state. And people might get that from art, like paintings, a very mm. cathartic activity, might be reading for 
you know, for some guys it might be gardening, like it might be like a really tangible physical activity that um, like that uses your sense. This is quite sensory. So it'll mm-hmm. bring you in your body and it, that can be very relaxing yeah. and like it could be any activity really that cuts that repetitive um, thought, that tape that you, pe- people, the stories that people tell themselves or that, that um, thing you keep saying to yourself, like, oh, you know, I can't do that because I'm like this or yeah. uh, can't do that. But, or oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I sounded so stupid when I said that to that person. Just like ridiculous things that we mm. say to one another. Or yeah. to our Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cut that um tape so for me kickboxing I can go to the gym or go for a run and be lifting weights or running and still be like oh, oh I should probably should put tea on soon or I didn't put that washing out or oh, I wonder if I'm doing the right thing with my daughter like your brain can still be thinking mm. a lot but boxing like you're so present and you have to concentrate on the combination that you're doing um or you know defending yourself or whatnot that you are not thinking about anything else other than what you are doing in that present moment. And it cut, I really feel like it cuts that um, repetitious, sometimes unhealthy, critical uh, stories and thoughts that um, just go round and round in your mind. That we sabotage ourselves with. <laughs> oh, we do. We're, yeah. we're our own worst enemy. We're mm. our worst critic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. Now, I just wanted to ask you as well, do you think you use the law of attraction in your life? Yes, I think I have. Yeah. I think um, yeah. I think originally I was using it but didn't know I was using it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think very strongly that it's more of like a conscious thing, like I want this, that's what I want. So I'm not going to be doing anything in my life that's going to um, not allow me to have that or not yeah. be, you know, working towards that. Um, yeah. So you set yeah. a goal and you set a goal and and that's what you, you're doing and you put it out there, that's what I want and that's what I'm going to get and you get it. I suppose yeah. that would apply to all your fights and things, wouldn't it? Yeah, some of them. Some of them I haven't won. <laughs> I've that just to work in all my fights. Yeah. Um, but most definitely in the past, even in my meditations, I've sat and imagined the type of life that I want, mm. um, sat and thought about it and felt it, like what it would feel like to have that life or those people in my life um, or I've even sat and imagined the state of mind that I want rather than, oh, I'm I'm not feeling relaxed. I've sat and tried to imagine what it would feel like to be so calm and methodical and that, you know, someone walked up to me and yelled at me or I could just be like, you know what, you do you, but, like, I'm going to do me and that's not me today. So Mm. I'm sorry for that. But just to be able to respond to anything like relaxed mm. um and cool and and not to I suppose I've gone on a bit of a tangent I know but um not to avoid um different emotional states like not to never feel angry or not to ever feel sad or down but um to be comfortable and relaxed to be able to feel those and be like you know what this will pass I can be sad for today 
there's still moments that I get anxious um mm. but that's like I'm okay like I yeah. think yeah the goal is not to be try and be happy all the time because I mm. think happiness is only one state of yeah. um you know the human experience mm. um like, peaks and trials, does, yeah to mm. be comfortable to all those things and be yeah okay. I, I'm all positivity but I'm also you know I think that can be dangerous too if people are just aiming for happiness and positivity because mm. life doesn't work like that no um it happens yeah, and it that's okay yeah we support each other we can move through that and we can experience that and it can be really shit and you may not even never get over that but you can be okay and you can still enjoy life's pleasures yeah yeah I agree I agree now Brie we share our favorite three things we're grateful for this week so if you could please share yours and I'll share mine so mine are Number one, obviously our new puppy, absolutely loving having our new puppy in our life. She's just bring so much, Frank brought so much joy um, to us and just loving having her. And number two is that I'm back doing yoga, which I absolutely love. Um, I've been walking, doing weights, that sort of thing. And I went and had a massage, just a Thai massage. And the lady said, oh, you're very tight. You need yoga. (laughs) Thank you for that. I actually do need to do yoga. I used to do it all the time, body balance class every week at the gym. Um, And I haven't done it. And and I do need it. I, I I know how tight I am and how much I do need yoga. So I've been doing that. So that's a good habit to get back into. And that I'm back in the office at work. Um, I've loved being working from home, but it's been nice just to have a conversation with someone at work and, um, you know, just catch up with people and actually get dressed up and go to work. So that's been really nice. And what are yours, Bree? All right. Mine. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't even, I don't have to think about it. I've got um, yeah. the people in my life at the moment are just lovely and yeah. um, they just like life's good but they just add to it um so great company um is my first one my second one is the life that I've created um I feel really grateful that I've chosen to um live simply that's that's how I've chosen and um it allows me to do the things I want. I, after I left school, I bought a very small, cheap two-bedroom house. My loan repayments are very small, which I love. Um, I'm more than happy in that tiny house and have not committed to a huge loan. So I feel like I have free to be creative and do meditation and talk to you and do podcasts. Um, yeah. And I, I, life's good. Yeah, and I chose that because I wanted to spoil my daughter with my time mm. um not things so I'm, I'm grateful that I've um maybe through the law of attraction have the life that I, I've chosen to live um yeah. and number three I would say the weather today yeah, is it's amazing phenomenal. isn't it um but even the rain in the last week I've loved I was talking mm. to someone about and how we get in this mindset of like raining indoors don't leave the house like sun outside you stay yeah. outside um where like it's actually fine to go outside if it's raining as long as it's not like bucketing down yeah but I just think 
really lovely weather over the last couple of weeks. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, refreshing, isn't it? Yep, I'm going to go out for a walk soon. It looks so nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And where can people find you and follow you, Brie? Yep, so on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Holistic Meditation. um, They can inbox me. um, And I've actually got not this Sunday but the next we're I'm doing an art it's another women's circle but we're incorporating an art workshop into it it's like puddle pouring where you um blow through a straw paint um to make flowers with, oh, nice. uh, yeah. yeah um so I've got a girl coming in um to do that she's an artist just pretty yeah um so we sit down we do um, half an hour of circle where we do some meditation um, we talk about creativity and um, what it does for you for the flow of your mind um, then we do something creative you don't have to be good at it you can totally suck at it that's fine yeah. um, or just about sitting with other women and um, trying to spark a few creative juices while yeah. um yeah connecting to other women so got that next Sunday yeah sounds good well you should be really proud of yourself how far you've come and what you've achieved thank you thanks so much for joining me this week I really appreciate your time thanks for having a chat and thank you so much for listening guys I hope that you can join me next time you can follow me on Instagram at The Law of Attraction with Lee or Facebook at An Angel with a Message, Taylor's Story. If you can please follow, subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be such a great help. The Law of Attraction is how I live my best life and I hope it can help you to live yours too. I'll see you next time. See you, Bree. See ya. Thank you. Thanks.